0: Amen. In the book of St. Mark, the fourth chapter, I want to share something with you quickly. In the fourth chapter, and well, let's start at verse 35. Verse 35, you'll find these words, in the same day, when the evening was come, he said unto them, let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. Everybody say, now full. Look at verse number 38. <clears throat> and he, speaking of Jesus, was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? How is it that ye have no faith? Go back to verse 38. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Take your seats. <clears throat> he was in the hinder part of the ship sleep. I want to talk to you from this subject matter today. Peaceful storms. Peaceful storms. Now I understand on the onset. It doesn't make much sense to even put those two words on in the same sentence. Peaceful storms. Let to understand that in our text Jesus and his disciples are crossing the Sea of Galilee, a body, a body of water six hundred and eighty feet below sea level and surrounded by hills. Winds blowing across the land intensify close to the sea, often causing violent and unexpected storms. You have to understand that the disciples, they were seasoned fishermen who have spent their lives fishing on this huge lake. They are moving from the Jewish side to the Gentile side. The side where they are at home to the side where they are strangers. The side where life is familiar to the side where it is new. It's different and unfamiliar. And we may have never crossed the Sea of Galilee, but I believe we've all been in that boat. (laughs) You have to understand that this is not a story about the weather or a boat trip. It is a story about life, a story about faith, a story about fear. And wherever you find one of of those, you will also find all three because they cannot be separated. And sometimes the sea of life is rough. The wind is strong. Have I got a witness? The waves are high and the boat is taking on water. And sometimes we feel like we're sinking And so we all just about know what that's like because each of us could probably stand here today and tell a storm story. I'm quite sure I could pass this mic and everybody would get anointed in regards to the storms that you've had in life. You see, some of our stories will begin with a phone call a doctor's visit, or news we did not want to hear. Uh, Some of them will start with the choices we have made. What about our mistakes? What about our sins? Other stories will tell about the difficulty of relationships, hopes and plans that fell apart, or the struggle to grow up and find our way. And so you know what? Storms happen. Everybody says storms happen. Yes, yeah, storms of loss and sorrow, storms of suffering, storms uh, of confusion, storms uh, of failure, storms of loneliness, storms uh, of disappointment and uh, regret, storms of depression, storms uh, of uncertainty and uh, second guessing. Uh, ourselves, storms of thoughts and uh, and voices. Come on here, somebody. I'm going to come down your street. You wake up in the morning and four or five people talking to you and it ain't nobody in the room. I need you to know that's a storm. And so regardless of when or how they arise, storms are about changing conditions. You see, life is overwhelming and sometimes uh, it can seem like it's out of uh, control. Things do not go our way. Circumstances seem too much for us to handle. Orders give way to chaos. Sometimes you may feel like you are sinking. The water is deep, and the new shore is a distant horizon. But notice, if you will, that when you read, this text and I will encourage you to read it over and over again, but notice if you will, when you glance at verse number 38, you will notice how the disciples are quick to make the storm about Jesus. I'm going to say it again. It's right here in the text. The disciples are quick to make this storm about Jesus, notice what they said, Master. Do you not care that we are perishing? That's 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 basically what they were saying. Do you not care that we are perishing? And you know, if we would be honest here today, we've all probably have echoed those words in the storms. Uh, of our lives, how many of you all say, "God, uh, I need you to do something, and I need you to do it right now." God, uh, fix it. God, uh, make it better. Well, well, it is wise to go to the Lord in time of trouble, but it is not wise to go with a complaining spirit, as the disciples did. Listen, take your burdens to the Lord, and do what leads them there. But when you go before God, always go before God with thanksgiving. Don't go complaining. Don't go mumbling. Come on, don't go before God uh, grumbling. But in, in supplication, with supplication and uh, thanksgiving, you ought to go before God. God, yes, I need you to heal my body, but I thank you that you woke me up this morning. I thank you because uh, you blessed me with the activities of uh, of my limbs. Don't go before God complaining. I understand just like the disciples felt that doing the storm, Jesus seems uh, absent. He seems passive and uh, uncaring. How how can he sleep at a time like this? Can I talk about sleeping Jesus for just one moment? Because it's in the text. It says uh, he was in the hinder part of the ship and what? He was asleep. I want to talk for a few minutes uh, about sleeping uh, 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 Jesus. How dare him uh, be sleeping? Sleeping Jesus is not what they wanted. No, what we desire in spite of the storm jesus slept calmly in the boat the storm did not awaken him the disciples awakened him i don't want you to miss it the storm did not disturb everybody say sleeping jesus It was the disciples uh, that awakened him. Now we must first ask Elder Miller, why was he asleep? Well, you have to understand uh, he had a very trying and busy day. Though he was God, he still was in a human body and had human uh, frailties and required sleep when tired and so Christ was weary my God he was weary watch this in service not weary of service you see some of y'all oh thank you Holy Ghost listen some of y'all are weary of service and don't have way give any service and you're just tired tired of doing nothing you need to understand that, that Jesus he was weary in in service. He had just taught. He had just performed miracles. He was just simply, he was tired. Anybody ever get tired? Come on here. Anybody ever get tired? Come on. Anybody ever get sleepy? Some of y'all sleepy now. You're dozing up. Come on here. You're sleepy now. He was sleep because he was tired and he was weary. Notice when he was asleep. He slept during the storm. Oh, God, help me here. Despite the waves coming into the boat and getting him wet, in spite of the disturbance of the boat by the waves, he slept on. And so the fact that Christ, that he could sleep through the storm, is an indication of how tired and worn out he was from the busy day behind him. You know, when I travel, I used to travel quite a bit and we would leave here on a on a, on a Sunday afternoon right out of church and uh, me and my father-in-law and sometime Ella Mason would join us and we'd get on the road and we would head to Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. We'd be driving uh, and when we got to El Central, about an hour and a half out, if, if not less, uh, uh, all of us would look at each other and say, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Still had uh, many hours to go but we was tired we was worn out we all had preached and, and you know we just got right in the car and we was going to travel and there were times that i would try to stay up really you know when the other person uh, was driving i just can't go to sleep when somebody else is driving and so i got tired on my journey and i said all right Sue to the page why don't you go on ahead and uh, you do some driving and so i never forget he was driving and i was so sleepy I wanted to go to sleep so bad. He looked at me. He said to me, he said, get me a banana out of the back seat, out of the bag. You know, you always have food when you travel. And so I reach in the back, Mother Guthrie, and I give Super Page a banana. He peels the banana. He has one hand on the wheel and he's holding the banana in his hand. He held that banana in his hand for about 20 minutes. And then I looked over at him, I said, hey man, what's going on? He jumped, he said, I said, God, he's sleepy, he's sleepy He said, I'm all right, I'm all right. He said, I'm all right. I said, you know what? But I was so tired, Mother Bryant, uh, until I climbed in the back seat and I said, You know what? Regardless to where this car ends up, I'm going to sleep because I'm weary and I am uh, am tired. You know, sometimes life uh, will make you tired to the point where you really don't care. Jesus was tired and so that's why he was asleep. Notice where he slept in the hind heimde- up part of the ship. And the Bible said he had a pillow. It wasn't like your pillow that you have at home that fit around your neck and, and got plenty of cushion and everything. It was made out of leather. Fact of the matter is, it was the seat that the pilot sat on. Amen. That was his pillow. But when you look at it, he was still, everybody say sleep, he was still sleep sleep in jesus sleep in jesus but notice why he sleep he is in the same boat he's in the same storm as the disciples he is surrounded by the same water as the disciples he's being blown by the same wind as the disciples being beaten by the same waves but notice his response his response is different he is asleep while the disciples fret and worry. He sleeps. The disciples they want busyness and activity. Can I talk to y'all? But Jesus sleeps in peace and stillness. His sleeping reveals that the greater storm and the real threat is not the wind. It's not the wave. It's not the water that's around us. It's not the circumstances in which we find ourselves, but the real threat, and I don't want you to miss it, the real threat is within us. Don't miss it. It's within us. The real storm, the more threatening storm, is always the one that stirs and rages within us. The interior storm is the one that blows us off course. It beats against our faith. It threatens to drown us. Fear, vulnerable and powerlessness it blows within us the sense of abandonment, the unknown judgment and criticism of ourselves and others are the ways that pound us to often anger and isolation, pessimism or denial becomes our strength. Shelter from the storm. Don't you know that's what the devil wants? Come on, help me, Holy Ghost. The devil wants us to isolate ourselves. The devil wants us to be filled with anger. The devil wants us to worry and he wants us to fret. Oftentimes, the devil wants us to even deny the fact that I'm in the midst of a storm. Yeah. Well, Carl, let me tell you something the first thing to in help is you got to realize you need help you can only smile so long you can only say praise the Lord so I don't know who I'm talking to here today but if I could just reach one it's worth it all come on here the devil wants you to be in denial that you're a little confused and you're a little mixed up and that you have no peace down on the inside but somebody ought to say the devil is a liar Notice, lest I preach too long here today. Notice they go and they await Jesus. Notice Jesus gets up and he rebukes the wind and he speaks to the sea. It's in the text. What does he say? He says, peace be still. Somebody say, peace be still. Jesus speaks to the wind and the sea. Now notice what's happening here. you got to get a deeper revelation of the text because Jesus is not changing the weather as much as inviting the disciples to change. I'm going to say it again. He's not just changing the weather. He's not being a weatherman at this point. Yeah, he can change the weather but he wanted them to change and I believe in my spirit he is speaking to the wind and the waves within them as well the disciples have been pointing to what is going on outside them Jesus now points to what is going on inside of them you see he said you're looking at the wind you're looking at the waves you're looking at the boat being filled with water but I'm looking at what's on the inside of you and here's how I know here's how I know it's because she asked him the question he says why are ye so afraid and then he says something he says it here what's this he says have you still no faith so that lets me know sister Pat that this ain't the first time that he had to address their faith and that lets me know it ain't going to be the last time he's going to have to address their faith but he simply says have you still no faith you see the disciples lack of faith they lack faith because they did not listen to Jesus very well that is they did not listen well to the divine word of God and y'all know that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God you see faith my God a lot of your faith is because of your attention to the word and when I speak of the attention to the word I'm not just speaking of listening to the pastor on Sunday morning but how many y'all know every word of God is right somebody ought to say hallelujah to his name the more word, the more word, the more word. I just want to talk, but the more word I get in me, the more faith I ought to have. Faith don't come by seeing miracles. Faith come by the word. Faith don't come by dancing in the midst of the storm. Faith comes by the word. And if you glance back at verse number 35, I can tell you they didn't pay attention to what Jesus had told them because if you look at verse 35 Jesus simply says let us pass over to the other side i don't want you to miss it i don't want you to miss this let us let us talking to them he wasn't talking to the wind he wasn't talking to the waves he wasn't talking to the boat he wasn't talking to the pilot he said let us pass over unto the other side and how many of you all know that if he says let's go over it don't matter what the devil say if God says let's go over He didn't tell them what it was or was not going to experience on their way on the other side, but he simply said, let's go over to, Uh, you ought to look at somebody and don't breathe on them, but say, let's go over now. Let's go over. Let's go. Let's go where God is trying to take us. Let's stop looking at our finances. Let's stop looking at how busy we are. Let's stop looking at how busy we are doing nothing of importance but let's go now let's go St. Luke let's go now to the other side I ain't talking about heaven right now I'm talking about what God still has for us while we're down here on the earth let's get on into the boat come on here somebody and let us cross over to mm, I feel a preacher coming on here but I'm going to just finish by talking listen let's go over to the other side Jesus' words are more about us than the circumstances of our lives and the storms that we meet. Don't forget, let us, let us. You see, storms happen. I told y'all that. And faith, more faith, even better faith, stronger faith, the right kind of faith. Do not eliminate the storms in our lives. Some of y'all went through some stuff. Doing the pandemic, uh, you out now, but my God, Hallelujah! As you look back over your shoulder, my like, God, uh, you know, you, you know, you can't help but to say, it was nobody but God. Some of y'all ain't got to admit it. It don't matter to me. But I know I'm preaching. Some of y'all almost lost your mind. Some of y'all almost gave up on life completely. But look where the Lord has brought you from. It didn't have nothing to do with your faith. You know you love God. You know you've been faithful to God. You know that you made sacrifices for God. You made sacrifices for the church. But it just seemed like the stone that you was going through. It almost took you under. You could say, as a songwriter said, I almost let go. Y'all ain't gonna help me. I almost let go. I almost let go. I almost let go. I almost let go. Come on, I'm stuck. I almost let go. God know I loved him, but I almost let go. And because God loves me, he held me close. And so it don't matter how much faith you have, you got to understand something. The storms are still going to come in your life. But guess what? Faith does not change the storm, but faith will change you. Faith does not take us around the storm, but faith will take you through the storm. Faith allows us to see and know that Jesus is there with us. Faith is what allows us to be still and know that God is God and he will be exalted even in the midst, I'm going to feel like preaching in a minute during the storm it means that we do not have to internalize our storm because we know that greater is he that's within me than he that's in the world somebody ought to shout greater come on Greater the God I serve. Uh, I know He's on the inside of me, Uh, so let the lightning flash uh, and let the thunder roll. Uh, Let the wind blow and let the rain fall, let the earthquake until it feels like the very foundation I'm standing on is being shaken right from under my feet, but I stop by to declare to God in this place, I refuse to internalize my storm because I got God on the inside. And when you make that declaration, the spirit of God blows through and within us more mightily than the winds of any storm. The power of God is stronger than any wave that beat up against me. The love of God is deeper than any water that threatens me. In every storm, Jesus is present and his response is always peace be still and I got a word for him brother Isaiah the prophet and he says listen here church he said thus said the Lord no matter what you're going through I am the one that created you I'm the one that formed you he said fear not because I have redeemed you I've called you by your name and he said you belong to me when you pass through the waters they will not overshadow you when you go through the rivers they will not overflow you when you walk through the fire you won't be burned for I am Jehovah your God I'm the holy one of Israel say it. Oh my God. I am I'm the one that walk with you I'm the one that talk with you I'm the one i in the cradle of my love and so I'm closing now but in every storm there are choices to be made will we internalize the storm of Jesus which is peace do we have him have you made up in your mind that no matter what I'm going through. My mind is made up. I got to hold my head up. I'm going. Somebody ought to say all the way. And. I I'm finished now. Do you have enough faith to believe God that no matter what I'm going through? That after all that I've been through, I still got my joy. Is anybody here? that can say I still got my testimony I still got my deliverance I still have my song the devil's only had me but i got away i'm more than a conqueror through christ that loved me i'm going on i feel like preaching now but i'm going on in the name of the lord and though the storms keep on raging in my life, and sometimes it's hard for me to tell my night from day. There's still hope that lies within me. Is there anybody here? You still got hope after everything you've been through. You still have hope. There's a hope that lies within me is sweet assurance as I keep my eyes on the distant shore I know he'll lead me safely to that blessed place that he has prepared for me but if somebody say but if Talk back to me so I can go to my seed. Say, buddy, if the storms don't cease, say, buddy, if the winds keep on blowing, say, buddy, if the lightning keep on flashing, my soul, my soul my soul has been anchored in the Lord have I got a witness somebody say my soul has been anchored in the Lord my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness I dare not trust No sweeter frame. I gotta lean on his name. On Christ. Shout on Christ. Make up in your mind that on Christ the solid rock I stand. When all of the ground is sinking sand. On Christ. Say on Christ. My Redeemer on Christ, my Waymaker on Christ, my Burden Bearer on Christ, my Healer. I got to stand on Christ, my Waymaker on Christ. I got to stand. to stay, I'm too close. I'm too close to my journey's end. God been too good. God been too merciful. God been too faithful. I got to keep on keeping on. Goodbye. I gotta let you go, but keep on it on Jesus is in your boat jesus is not asleep he never sleep he never slumber he's watching over you say yeah yeah yes yes ah oh, yes And Jesus was in the hinder, part of the ship, asleep. And they awaken him. And he gets up. And he speaks. First of all, he rebukes the wind. But he speaks to the sea standing here right now. And I rebuke every wind. Somebody better reach out. I rebuke every wind. That contrary wind that's trying to blow against your life. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. He rebuked the wind. Some things you got to just rebuke. Oh, y'all, 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 y'all missing the text. Some things you got to rebuke. And other things you got to speak to. He rebuked the wind. And he spoke to the sea and said, Peace. Peace. Whatever you're going through. Be still. Be still. And know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in all of the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. That's all I need, say. That's all I need. And the God of Jacob is our refuge. Everybody stand. Peaceful storms. You can have peace in the midst of your storm when you learn not to internalize the storm we only internalize what we see we see the wind we see the waves we see the doctor's report we see our bank account we see our bills and we internalize that and it brings about fear and anxiety but he says let us he speaks directly to us to us because he's not worried about changing how much money we have in the bank. That's what we worry about. See, when we internalize, we, we, I got to get more money in the bank. He, he's not concerned about your few pennies that you have in the bank. And it's pennies because he owns the bank somebody will catch that. He owns the bank. Hallelujah. So don't internalize. Don't look at it. Stop focusing on what's going on around you. Stop focusing on the pain and focus on the healer. Come on here somebody. Stop stressing that I don't have enough money. If you ain't got enough money, you just ain't got enough money. Am I right? Stressing over it ain't going to bring no more money. Just going to make you sick, going to make you, come on, depressed. But when I forget about the outer, focus on the inner. That's the time that God steps in. I don't know who this message was for, but you're going to have a peaceful storm. I'm not going to even pray that the storm goes away. But I want God to give us peace in the midst of that storm. Because I know he'll build character. I know he'll give me a new anointing. If I trust him, come on here somebody. It will strengthen me. It will change my perspective of life. It will. Storms is about change. And God don't always change the circumstances, but he changes us to have a different perspective. Oh, God, I thank you as to what we're going through. Every eye closed, every head bowed. God, I shared with your people what you've placed on my heart to share today. You declare that your word would not go forth void but it would accomplish everything that you set out for it to accomplish and I thank you God I thank you for the storm hallelujah I thank you for the storm God I'm not asking you to do anything about the storm but I'm asking you to change me change me God change me change my heart change my attitude change my outlook help me God not to internalize what I see but know that faith comes by hearing your word and if I just believe what I hear obey what I hear God there's no good thing that you would withhold from any of us God those that are sick today I pray healing according to your word because your word declared that by your son Jesus' Christ's stripes we are already healed. We're just declaring your word that healing is the children's bread that you are the bomb in Gilead, You are the physician that's there heal now. God, we speak the word of healing all the way in Texas. To go look on Sister Peggy. Touch her body now. Touch her body now. From the top of her head down to the soles of her feet, touch her body. In the name of Jesus. All those that know sickness. Those that know bereavement today, you are a God of comfort. God, go touch our dear friend, Sister Janet Miller, rock her in the cradle of your love in the name of Jesus. Let her know that during this storm that you're with her and that you're a God of comfort and that you're a God of peace in the name of Jesus. God, if there's anyone that don't know your darling son, Jesus Christ as a personal savior, God, I pray that you draw them before it's too late. Save them before it's too late. They can't come unless you draw them. Draw them in before it's too late. In the mighty name of Jesus. And God, we say thank you. There may be somebody that's here today. I never assume absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Maybe somebody that don't know Jesus. You have not accepted them into your life. I want to give you that opportunity today. I'm going to give you that opportunity today. There may be somebody that's on Zoom watching. God bless our Zoom congregation. Amen. There may be somebody that's on Zoom you may be watching. Somebody might be sitting there with you that don't know Jesus. I want to extend that invitation to you also. It's very simple. All you got to do is just... A, admit that you are a sinner. We're all sinners because we were born in sin, shaped in iniquity. B, just believe that Jesus is the son of God. They buried him. He rose on the third day. And then C, confess your sins unto the Lord. And The Bible said he's faithful and just to forgive us of all unrighteousness. Let's pray, God, we thank you now. God, that if there's one who desires your son, Jesus Christ, to be the head of their life, God, I pray that you would forgive them now of all sin in the mighty name of Jesus. Wash them, cleanse them, and God, make them whole in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we confess that we're nothing but sinners that's been saved by grace. And if it wasn't for your goodness and your mercy, we'd have been consumed a long time ago. God, I pray that as they make this decision, the wisest decision that they were ever making in their lives. God, that you would be with them in the name of Jesus. And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus'